Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Makes a Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And that's it. This is it, Jerry. The finale of the Carolina Panthers season, just a few days away. We're here to preview week 18. Carolina Panthers heading down to New Orleans, finish the season off. We were hoping that there might be another week or two waiting for us, but uh, after that performance last week in Tampa, especially the fourth quarter, nope, didn't quite get there. Nope, 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 nope. And I'm sure New Orleans fans were hoping the same thing because this would be... Yeah, this would be a much more important game for them. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, both teams are going to be going home after this game. Uh, taking vacations, so <sighs> yeah, yeah. It, it'll be interesting who, which team kind of comes out more this game because, you know, I, I know Shaq Thompson and a lot of defensive players have come out saying that they want to, you know, Steve Wilkes to get the mm-hmm. job. So I have a feeling the Panthers will probably come out firing. Yeah, I have. I don't pay attention to New Orleans beat writers and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I don't know how their players are rallying around Dennis Allen or not, but they've been on a winning streak. So it'll be they interesting how they come out. So yeah. they haven't given up. Uh, that much we know. Uh, it sounds like Dennis Allen is going to be back next year. Um, he and Todd Bowles, uh, I guess, are going to be back. So I think that's good for the Panthers because I don't think either one of those guys are very good. Um, but Steve Wilkes definitely has something to, left to fight for. Uh, yeah. If he loses this one and what he'd be like five and seven, five mm-hmm. and eight, five and seven, um, as a as the head coach was still is much better than what Rule was, definitely an improvement. I he won five games in a lot less games than uh, yeah. Matt Rule does. Yeah, he, Rule takes a whole year. Right, uh, <laughs> but I could see Tepper looking at that and saying, "Ah, it's not good enough." Right. Oh, I I definitely t- can do it and. Speak with rumors abound. I mean, in our news, we we're going to discuss the John or Harbaugh, you know, being yeah. discussed. You know, Tepper and Harbaugh had already have a discussion about the coaching yeah. vacancy. And before we get there, real quick, let's just mention real fast. Um, oh, sorry. DeMar Hamlin, right? Oh, yes. Um, obviously, the entire NFL world knows what happened. Uh, got that entered. was horrible. Died on the field, essentially, uh, on Monday night. And uh, that was really tough to watch. Really tough to watch. Last I saw, he was in critical condition. No, he he died on the field. They resuscitated him. Oh, okay. So he's he's still alive. Sorry, I didn't finish finish that thought. (laughs) He died on the field, yeah. That's important important information there. I I don't mean to laugh. I was just like freaking out there. I was like, uh, do I need to check Twitter real quick? I didn't know. No, 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 no. No, you're right. Um, so he's in critical condition, uh, does seem to be improving based on the last, mm-hmm. last thing I heard. Um, so I mean, God willing, he's, he's going to be okay. But, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers go out to him, his family, everybody out there, yeah. um, you know, all the teams, every, I mean, it, it just, it really shook the entire, honestly, the entire sports world. I got, it was so horrific seeing that. Because yeah. I, I, I was loosely paying attention, and I, I didn't see that what happened until a re like a while after I saw a replay, and I just felt awful because yeah. that was my first thought was something heart related, cardiac, and yeah, ugh. yeah. I mean, 
and don't don't go out and watch it if you haven't seen it. It's it's not graphic or anything, but it's just very when you know what's going on with him, it's very it's very tough to watch. So um, we're not gonna you know spend too much time on it. Just you know hope that he makes a full recovery and who gives a crap if he ever plays football again? I'm sure he does, but just want him to be okay, right? <laughs> like that's yeah. That's that's all we really care about. So I uh, definitely wanted to, to talk about that just for a, a quick minute. But back to the Panthers here. Uh, yeah, John Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh? John Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh? Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh. John is uh, the Baltimore coach. John is the Baltimore coach. Okay, Jim Harbaugh. Uh, <laughs> has had, it's hard to remember. <laughs> it, yeah, well, come on, Harbaugh parents. Yeah, a little more variety in the names there. Um They've had unofficial conversations, I guess. He and and David Tepper. Don't know what those conversations were. Could have been as simple as, hey, are you interested in coming back to the NFL? If so, you know, Mm -hmm. we could interview you. If not, then we're not going to waste our time. Could have been something as simple as that. It could have also been, hey, you know, what would interest you in a head coaching job in the future? You know, if you saw this Panther organization, is it more friendly to a head coach than say Denver or mm-hmm. you know just it could have been something simple as that yeah. yeah or it could be more like in the lines of so how you what feel it, about the NFL <laughs> yeah. yeah what would it take to pull you away from Michigan you know that type now <laughs> uh, we know that Tepper's got you know uh, the deepest pockets in the NFL or if not the deepest right there uh, the next deepest but Denver uh, Indianapolis also going to be looking for head coaches but probably Indianapolis, I should say. I can't imagine that Ursay can bring Jeff Saturday back after this debacle, but who knows. Um, Jim Harbaugh is an interesting name, though, and not a guy as of a couple of weeks ago that I was really considering as yeah. you know, a potential head coach for the Panthers. Uh, I like Steve Wilkes. Uh, Jim I Harbaugh would be a better choice, in my opinion. In my opinion everyone uh he's got a more extensive head coaching resume in the nfl and -hmm. in college he's got an incredible Mm -hmm. winning percentage in both college and the nfl he wins wherever he goes now he doesn't get he hasn't gotten to that ultimate prize yet but he's a good football coach and there are some negatives which you know i'm sure you can expand on a little bit jerry i think you're more plugged in on, on that side of it than i am but I like Jim Harbaugh, and I think it would be interesting to see what he could do here. I would love Jim Harbaugh. Let's, if anybody says, oh, he's a college coach, no, he's not. He's no. a former NFL coach of the year, former Super Bowl contender, coach. I guess. They, <laughs> they did lo- lose, but yeah. You know, honestly, like that would be a absolute win. Now, I want to pre- preface it that he did come out and say i'll be coaching michigan next season amid reports mm-hmm. take that with a grain of salt a you know how coaches, massive grain of salt yeah because you never know how the coaches are gonna do but i do have to say that before someone shoots us an email or youtube and sure says, sure he's not coming well he said this he is all speculation coming. yeah go yeah. back and, and it just especially college coaches just go back and look at all the times the college coaches. I'll be right back here next year. We're you know we're building something here, and then days later they're gone. 
I mean, it happens L- LSU, every single year. LSU with Nick Saban. That's what he said. He goes, I'm not interested in the NFL. And then like a week later, he was named head coach of the Miami Dolphins. It's it's all so, about their ego, saving face. If he happened not to get the job, ah, I was always mm-hmm. coming back here. It would have had to have been a, a, a godfather offer type deal. I mean, they, they always say that. So Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. no one wants to get you know pie in their face right. if they... Right. Because then Michigan's always going to be weary of signing him to a big deal again. Sure. Which he just recruiting. signed a big deal. He's out recruiting. Mm-hmm. Like, what else is he going to say? Give me a break. Uh, but I think it's a realistic possibility that he is in the NFL next year. Now, I do want to talk about some of the negatives because you, you brought them sure. up. Now, one thing Jim Harbaugh is known for is not staying in a place long. Mm-hmm. It's usually about five, six years and he's gone. Even with his winning San Diego, Stanford, San Francisco, and now Michigan. The good thing, though, is he leaves each franchise or college better than he left it yeah san francisco he took up to the super bowl he had colin kaepernick there when colin kaepernick was looking like a stud yep and then when he left he didn't look like a stud but to each his own so and another thing is he rubs people the wrong way internally he is very feisty with other people he doesn't get along well with others but i am willing to deal with that Especially considering our franchise, if we get five years of Jim Harbaugh here fixing our organization to be in a better situation, love it. The only, I guess the only caveat, the only thing that would, because none of that makes me me wary at all, right? Oh, no. Uh, Bring him in. If he's going to be here five years, bring him in. I don't care. The only thing that makes me a little hesitant is that I think he's going to want full control over the roster over personnel and that where does that put scott fitterer yeah because i think scott fitterer has done a good job i don't like coaches that do it all it rarely works um i know in san francisco that was one of the big reasons why he left was that he and the front office just were not getting along at all had different visions for the team so I would be curious to see how that would work out. But other than that, I'm full bore. Like, let's go. I'm, I'm Bring him in. You know? Yeah, I didn't even think about it that way. It'll be yeah. interesting. I mean, heck, we had a college coach running the uh, crew <laughs> Yeah. couple years Which there. Which didn't work out too well for And us. then Fitter, from our thoughts and the way the team was built, from last year, completely mm-hmm. different from previous years of Matt Rule. We do feel yeah. like Matt Rule lost a lot of team building was pulled out from under him. Well, just based on the things that, th- based on the things that players are saying now, yeah, kind of gives you a very clear idea of what Matt, what how Matt Rule was thought of as head coach, and it wasn't very highly. Uh, Steve Wilkes is thought of very highly, yeah, among Absolutely. The players. And we've been hearing all week how you know everybody's going to bat for him. Uh, all the players want him to stick around. They want him to be the head coach. And that has to weigh something for David Tepper, I would think, right? I, I would assume so. Especially the way that they were playing for Matt Rule. And then when a couple weeks after Wilkes took over, kind of really implemented his staff and mm-hmm. implemented his philosophy... We could tell a difference from oh, yeah. the way the team played. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I have to believe Tepper's there and he has a better finger on the pulse, but 
visually you could tell a difference you can't and and culturally it felt like right it just Mm -hmm. felt different it just felt like the old panthers it didn't feel like whatever matt rule was trying to build it felt like the old panthers it felt at least hungry yeah something that the rule panthers never did yeah and i love steve wilkes i and if he ends up being our head coach i will be happy and excited about that and hopeful you know for that um it's just, I feel like a guy like Jim Harbaugh, specifically, uh, they don't come around very often. Guys no. with, with that pedigree and that level of success. And still, you know, he's still in his 50s. Like, he's not super old. So, no. I think if you had the opportunity, you you would at least have to explore it heavily. I, I, I 100% sure David Tepper's going <clears> to <throat> explore it. Because David Tepper's also known for splashes. He likes yes. making splashy things. Right. So I could easily see him doing that as well. Yeah, I mean, he um, made the biggest splash when he hired Rule. I mean, he gave yeah. him that massive contract. Like, he had to do that to get the... And Matt Rule was the big name that year. So, we'll see. Yeah, it, I'll be interested. The, my, I'll be happy with Steve Wilkes gets the job. My biggest fear, though, is Ben McAdoo will still be coordinator. Offensive coordinator. Because... He's done go. okay. No, he got to go. He's done okay <laughs> since Rule has been fired. But okay doesn't cut it in the NFL, yeah. in my opinion. Uh, and we're going to probably have a young quarterback in here. Mm-hmm. And is Ben McAdoo the guy that you want grooming that young quarterback, bringing him along? Honestly, I don't know. I, I don't know enough about Ben McAdoo and young quarterbacks. I know that... Sam Darnold did, has Eli. looked. He, Sam, yeah, Sam Darnold has looked better under Ben McAdoo than he did last year. Um, Baker Mayfield looked terrible under Ben McAdoo. Just terrible. 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 So I don't know. Uh, I think if I, you know, play it safe, get rid of him, and bring in, you know, the next hot guy. Um, but speaking it real quick, Jerry, of bringing in a young quarterback. Let's talk about the draft real quick, because it seems like that's where we are now. I mean, that is where we are. Yeah, I mean, this this preview, anybody really looking for a preview, it's going to be very short and very be like, eh, does it matter? No. We want us to lose, kind of, to get better draft pick at this point. We yeah, wanted I mean, to win all up until this week. Yes. We waited till the last week, and now we are worried about draft pick. Now, now I mean, that's all, that's all that you should care about at this point, because I feel like it I feel like Wilkes, it doesn't matter if they win or lose, um, he's going to get the job or he's not, right? I, I don't think it hinges on this game. No, right? I think if it hinged on a game, it was last week. Right. Um, we're not going to sign any good players by winning this game, right? No. But we, we're not going to – I don't think we're going to fall. I think ninth in the draft order is about as far as we can go. There are several 7-9 and nine teams behind us, including New Orleans. But it goes off strength of schedule, and the Panthers have a pretty comfortable lead in the <laughs> the bad strength of schedule compared to the everybody behind them. So I think ninth is as low as we can go. I think we can go as high as sixth. So you know, if we lose, so I, that's kind of what we're looking at: is try to move up a couple of spots in the draft. If they decide to trade up, that just helps your leverage a little bit. You get yeah. up less future picks. Um, so. Yeah, it's uh, I'm, that's kind of where that's where I am at least. I'm hoping that oh. we lose this game, 
Uh, I don't want to get embarrassed, but I hope that we lose this game. And if we win, then I hope we blow the crap out of them and just make them look, <laughs> you know, send them home sad. But uh, I do hope that we finish six and eleven. I, I do too. I at this point, <clears throat> I, I want a better draft pick. I want at least have more draft capital. You know, granted, if we could get to six, that'd be awesome. Otherwise, you know, like yeah. nine is not that big of a deal. But right. you know, those three picks can help you. You know, it in trying to trade up for a C.J. Stroud, or who knows, maybe maybe they like Hendon Hooker at the bottom of the first or beginning of the second. They they drop back a couple times, gain more picks to help surround him and build up the team. Yeah, I mean, Levis is out there as well. He's a guy that I don't want Levis, could go we'll in discuss the that later on. late first, could go <laughs> in the early second, uh, or could go in the later second. You know, last year, remember, guys, everybody said the, the crown jewel was Malik Willis, and he looks awful. He looks <laughs> terrible. Um, well, so, crown jewel is a little... I wouldn't I mean, put anybody got the crown jewel last year, as Kitty Pickett was the well, only first-round quarterback. Yeah, crown jewel. I I was reading a, a couple of articles today from various Panthers fan sites and like Sports Illustrated, uh, talking about last year's draft and how if they did not come away with Malik Willis, that it was a failure of a draft. That Malik Willis was the guy that you had to get, even if you took him at six. Can you imagine if we took Malik Willis at six now? Oh. Mm. I, so, the guy has so is so raw. Yeah. Like he was so raw. The problem was he 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 needs a lot of work. He needs a ton of work. And and maybe his career's not over, right? I mean, who knows? Mm-hmm. But it's first year. What we've seen has not been encouraging. Um, of course, we still have Matt Corral, so that's he's going to factor in somehow next season. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if Sam Darnold's on the roster next season, but it feels like the Panthers should go QB in the first round, right? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, if quarterback is the no-brainer. I yeah. don't want them to go rehash some other quarterbacks. Like, if I like Derek Carr, I think he would be by far the best quarterback this Panthers team has had since a healthy Cam Newton, mm-hmm. bar none. But I don't want a Derek Carr. I don't want an Argot retread like that. That's yeah. Yeah. Plus, he's going to cost. I mean, this this is kind of how you win when you're a team like the Panthers. Is you get lucky on a rookie Q- QB, you surround him with talent. And within those first five years, you try to win a Super Bowl, right? We've Mm -hmm. seen it over and over and over again. Um, Right. So that would be that would be ideal. Uh, We'll see. I mean, you know, still a lot of time left before the draft, but we're hoping that the Panthers uh, end up with a little better pick after this weekend. All right, Jerry, uh, you want to look at some PFF grades from last week? Not really. I mean, that was an ugly (laughs) game. There's a few interesting ones. All I'll right, let, let's knock let this out pretty yeah. quick. Yeah. Uh, top five in offense, we're going to go Giovanni Ricci at 94.5. He only had four plays, and he had that long catch, so that doesn't yeah. surprise me. <clears throat> DJ Moore, number two, 77.3. Shai Smith, 72.2. Cam Irving, but only four snaps, 71.3. And Austin Corbett. And I'm going to go ahead and throw in Icky is number six here just because he had a a good game, and want to give him credit for a couple of guys who had four snaps above him. Yeah, I mean, Icky sometimes ends up in the bottom five, especially over the yeah. last few weeks. So definitely want to call him out when he has a good game. 
Now, bottom five, I got to do my math real quick, is <laughs> starting with Sam Darnold, uh, 55.7. Uh, Ian Thomas, 54.3. Bradley Bozeman, 52.9. Steven Sullivan, 51.5. And Harris Marshall Jr., 50, or 47.3. Try to give him a bonus there, slipping up. Yeah. Well, it's good to see Ian Thomas holding up the... You know, his end of the bargain Tradition. by being in the bottom five. Well, Sam Darnold, like, even though too. Sam Darnold had 300, what, 50 yards and three touchdowns, he still didn't, I don't think, I didn't think he had a very good game. I know he had a couple fumbles that were credited to him, even though, you know, questionable whether One they were his fault. Um, yeah, I just didn't, I didn't think he had a great game. The, the first quarter, he looked really sharp, and then yeah. it just kind of slowly yeah. started go down and the interception and two fumbles really puts it on that number as yeah. well i'm assuming yeah definitely definitely all right let's look at defense uh number one is going to be henry anderson with 18 snaps he had a 77 uh and i thought he looked good he had a couple of nice plays yeah he did and honestly he's gonna been a nice little surprise here mm-hmm. granted he, he probably won't be back but a nice little tool guy that can get some reps in the nfl yeah, he's been you know he's been hurt a lot this year, um, so we definitely didn't get our money's worth. But he he's been okay when he's been out there. Uh, Corey Littleton number two, seventy six point eight. Shaq Thompson number three, seventy four. Good to see him back in the top five. Sam Franklin, only thirteen snaps, sixty nine point three. And then Marquise Haynes a sixty eight point five on twenty six snaps. Uh, looking at the bottom five here, starting off with Brian Burns. 55.3 at a 43.7 run defense grade, which that's his knock, Ouch. right? Not great yeah. in the run defense. It is his knock. He's a pass um, rusher, but, you know. He's got 12 and a half sacks. Let's give him a break. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yitor next uh, with a 54.9, so both are defensive ends. Not great. Frankie Louvu with a 53.3. Uh, 13 tackles, career high. I thought he played a pretty good game. They're saying that he was bad in coverage. Every The whole team was bad in coverage. You yeah, know, and he had 40, 40 snaps in coverage. So Yeah. Which, we weren't getting pressure on Tom Brady, so why are you getting our second best, best pass rusher <laughs> right. dropping back that much? Could be some sort of game plan issue here, Jerry. <laughs> I, I'm, like... I'm just bringing it... I'm just pointing out a fact... He yeah. had 79 snaps, 40 were in coverage. He's your best pass, second best pass rusher. Yeah. How many times did he pass rush? Only 14. 14, 14 times. Not great. Uh, Key Taylor and C.J. Henderson bring up the rear as expected. 46.6 yeah. for Taylor, 36.6 for C.J. Henderson. Uh, all-time bad game for C.J. Henderson, I think. That might be the worst game I've seen him play as a Panther. And that's yeah, saying he something because he's had some bad games. He was targeted 11 times, nine receptions, 142 uh, yards, two touchdowns. Mm. That's what he gave that's up. That's a bad day. That's a real bad day. That's a bad day. All right. Yeah. Uh, you all right? Yeah. I'm just, okay. uh, I don't <laughs> want, want to keep looking at that secondary. God, that was ugly. Ugly. Okay. Well, let's move on. Uh, we're done with that game. Uh, we're gonna, uh, we're not really going to take a, a break here, but everybody check out our YouTube. Go subscribe. 
Uh, we're doing some good things over there. Getting some good feedback. It's always fun to engage in conversation with you guys in the comments. So check us out there. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart Music, all that, all those areas for the audio version of the show. Um, give us some reviews. We'd appreciate it. It's been a while since we've had a written review. We've had some, you know, ratings, but written reviews are always nice and they help us uh, get bumped up in the rate in the, uh, you know, rankings. So check us out over there if you could. All right, uh, trivia, Jerry. Mm-hmm. A little bit of trivia for this for this Panthers game here. I have two pieces of trivia for you. We're going to start off with the first. Since okay. 2015, what do you think the Panthers' record is in season finale games? Since that Super Bowl season, not including that season. But since then, I'd say we've won one. We've won one. Good job. We're like one and five, one and six. Uh, we've played the Saints, I think, four times in that span. We've only and they were the, they were our only win. We beat them. Um, but yeah, we're we've only won one season finale since 2015. That is God. Uh, Honestly, since what 2017, this team has been. Pretty yeah. tragically bad. Let's tragically be honest. Tragically bad. Tragically bad. <laughs> uh, all right. One more for you. Johnny Hecker needs one punt inside the 20 to break a tie with this Panthers legend for the franchise record of punts Todd inside Sauerbund. the 20. That is correct. The Todd only Sauerbund. other punter that I know of that's like name worthy. And he and he got that record in two thousand one. Yeah, yeah. Does it feel like that long ago? Twenty two yes, years does. ago. Twenty two years ago. If you don't know the story of Todd Sauerbrunn, <laughs> if you're if you're on the younger side, you should look him up. He was a jacked punter that got busted for steroids on our team. The best time was when he would kick the ball off and they would break it. <laughs> and he would be there, and he would lay out guys. He would work out with the linebackers. It was hilarious. Obviously, he was on steroids, but... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he, he loved to hit people. That was, he, <laughs> he was a linebacker in a punter's body. Yeah, worth a YouTube uh, deep dive. Todd Sapp. Yeah, <laughs> many, many unnecessary roughness penalties on him for hits. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, uh, Panthers are... What, we're two and a half point underdogs in this game, is that right? Three, uh, three, three and a half. Underdogs. Three and a half point underdogs in this game. Over-under set at 41 and a half. Don't know what to do with that, honestly. Um, this is a game I would not bet. Because <laughs> I have no, no I idea what to expect. If, if anybody's betting on this game... You have a problem. You, yeah, you might have a problem. Because I don't think either team knows... Either fan base really knows what's going to happen this type of game. Because yeah. both teams have just been eliminated from the playoffs... Both teams have somewhat question marks at head coaching. I know you said Dennis Allen seems safe, but you never know. Right. Quarterbacks, I don't know if they're going to be back next year. So, yeah. And next week's vacation for them. So you never know. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of guys that are looking at uh, flights and hotel reservations and mm-hmm. just kind of ready to shut it down for the season. Uh, so that'll be interesting Sword. to watch, honestly. It'll yeah. be interesting to see how the Panthers come out. And like you said, if are they got their plan for Steve Wilkes' job, 
I think they will be. I think they can come out and play. I, really I do hard. too. Yeah. I I foresee them coming out trying to run through a wall, which doesn't go well for me and you wanting to lose this game. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, honestly, we can't really drop in the draft rankings, so we're still gonna have a top ten pick pretty much regardless. Um, so if we do happen to win this game, like I'm not gonna be heartbroken over. It. I'm not gonna be super upset. Going uh, from eight to nine. Yeah. Yeah, it would be it'd be nice to to get a little higher up, but I think it would give us more options. But I'm not I'm I'm not like I'm not gonna be sitting there actively rooting against the Panthers. That's what I say. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. So instead of doing keys to a Panther victory this week, um, I'm springing this on you now. Okay. Let's kind of look. Let's talk about some of the things that we want to look forward to in this game. Or kind of keep an eye on, uh, because I was I was thinking about this. Neither one of us really want us to win this game, but at the right. same time, there's some key factors in here that would be fun. Like Deontay Foreman needs 154 yards to get to a thousand yards. I I would like to see him do that. Yeah. Especially consider he didn't play. Yes, he get, he played 16 games, but he did not really start playing until McCaffrey was traded. Right. Wait, yeah, what, he wasn't, he, wasn't seven? Was, he was getting, what, two to three snaps a game most I of think he had, games. <laughs> yeah, he had like 14 carries before yeah. McCaffrey was gone. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, DJ Moore needs 122 receiving yards to hit 1,000. Yeah. Which is fourth, his fourth year in a row. Uh, I think that's an interesting one to watch there because – the uh, passing defense on the Saints is really good. They're like third yeah. in the league. So that's going to be an interesting matchup to watch because I think they're going to want to get DJ those yards. As, and he rightfully, in my opinion, had. deserves it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's had a tough season. Uh, moving on, Brian Burns, he has 12 and a half sacks. Yep. He needs three sacks to break the franchise record. I don't know. That's a lot in one That's game. It could happen, but, you know. It's a lot, but the Saints are only about average in sacks allowed. They're they're tied for 14th in the league, so doable. It's doable. You know, we've At seen Burns catch his... fire before and get multiple sacks in, in one game, so uh, I, it's doable. Two and a half to tie, I, I could easily see that. I'm not yeah. easily. It's a it's a tough <laughs> I could situation. Easily see that, but three? No, no. No, but it's. <laughs> I could see it happening. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, Shaq Thompson's currently at 128 tackles, at eight tackles for loss. Mm-hmm. Um, he always seems to lead the team since Keekley has left. Frankie Louvu, 17 tackles for loss and seven sacks. Yeah. Maybe keep an eye on that. Uh, that's that's one thing, real quick. Burns and Luvu both have seventeen tackles for loss. The franchise record is twenty, set by Luvu. Oh, Keekley. that's a very good. So yeah, so either of those guys could either tie or break that record. Yeah. Um, stat wise, I don't know what else there oh, is here's besides one. the. Here, here's okay. one. Okay. Eddie Pinheiro. He's got thirty-two made field goals on the season. Franchise record is 37. Now asking him to get 5 is a lot, but not impossible. So No, no. That's another lots of uh, of statistical milestones and franchise records could fall in this game. Good. 
But if a lot of them are occurring, I don't see Panero kicking five field goals with DJ Moore getting 122 yards and Deontay Foreman getting 150 something yards. Yeah, I think the the Eddie P one is probably the least uh, likely <laughs> of these. Uh, maybe Eddie P and Brian Burns getting three sacks. Maybe those are yeah, uh, those are equally. Actually, I'd say Eddie P's Eddie P's way way less likely than Brian Burns. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe New Orleans tackle is like, you know what, guys? I ha- I'm i going to Hawaii in 28 hours. <laughs> <Right>. uh... <laughs> oh, cramp. Cramp. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, but uh, but honestly, just this is the last time we're going to watch the Panthers until, what, August of next year for preseason? Mm-hmm. So just soak it in. This is the last time we're going to see a lot of these guys on the roster. I think there's going to be some surprise cuts this offseason that we're not expecting. Uh, yeah. I mean, we're currently sitting at something $30 million over the cap or something. Mm-hmm. So they've got to make some maneuvers because they don't have a quarterback. Even if we draft a quarterback first round, I personally think they need a veteran in here with Matt Corral mm-hmm. and the rookie. Do you think it's more more likely that that veteran is Sam Darnold or more likely that it's anybody else? That is not a fair... It's so <laughs> difficult. Okay, if Steve Wilkes is here, I say Sam Darnold gets it. Sam Darnold's really? re-signed. Do you think Sam it, Darnold is his guy? I don't think he's his guy, but familiarity. I think yeah. that he would go with familiarity. Now, depending on who the new head coach is, I could easily see them bringing in any veteran. I could honestly maybe see a different head coach being more likely to bring Sam Donald back than Wilkes. Because Ooh. I think Wilkes has seen what Sam can do. Wilkes doesn't need the familiarity. Like Wilkes is the familiarity. I think he wants to he wants to come in, get his own guy, start fresh. Uh, but I could see a new coach coming in and just signing Sam on the side, like you said, as a bridge guy or a backup guy. Um, and, because and, he is familiar with the team and and can help the new coach kind of figure out, uh, you know, yeah. play styles where the, things like that. Where the restroom is. You're right. <laughs> Wasn't there a, a an issue where a new guy came in to like that week and he didn't know where the restroom was? Like he had to stop like <laughs> somebody and ask him. Forget what hey, it was. Who yeah, it was? I, that, yeah, wouldn't surprise me. I don't. I don't remember that story, <laughs> but surely it has happened. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's kind of it. It's just let's let's watch this team, see how they come out for this last week, see how hard they play for Wilkes. Um, I, is Jameis? I guess Jameis is starting for the Saints. I don't even know. No, is I it Andy think Dalton. I guess I think it's still Dalton playing. Yeah. Is is Jameis even healthy? I don't think so. I think he he was on season-ending IR. I got Dalton. Okay. The thing that scares me about the Saints is Olave mm-hmm. going against C.J. Henderson or Keith Taylor. After what Mike Evans mm-hmm. did to them, I mean, psh. yeah, yeah. I, Mike Evans is a great receiver, but he doesn't have the speed that Chris <clears throat> Olave has, and they were getting burned. Yeah, uh, I would expect to see a lot of Taysom Hill in this game too. This is their last game. Uh, you know, I bet he has some milestones he'd like to hit for contract purposes. Uh, yeah. So I could see a lot of gadget plays with Taysom Hill in this game. He, I think he had like 
He had 14 carries last week. That's a lot. It's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, but I could see him kind of getting a lot of work like that again this week. Yeah, uh, I maybe. wish I knew but. knew more of the escalators because that is something to watch. Whether yeah. it's a sack by you know Brian Burns, it, fourteen mm-hmm. sacks gives him an escalator, or Derek Brown gets a sack, you know, or yeah. you know, Kamara gets so many yards or something. Yeah, somebody should compile those. We need some, we need I'm sure. Some. I'm sure the crew will do it because I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's all it's so weird. Them talking about like, spe- explicitly talking about money. Yeah, it doesn't happen that often. But uh, I'd like to. I'd like to see a list. That would be in, that would be really interesting to see um, what these guys are playing for. So, um, and, and it's kind of fun to watch them go yeah. for it because sometimes yeah. you'll see it on the sidelines when they finally hit that escalator. Right. Everybody will start clapping and like high fiving them. Yeah, you're like. Why, why is that quarterback thrown to that tight end over and over and over and over again? <laughs> why does even Thomas have 19 targets in this game? He got a hundred thousand dollar bonus, and they <laughs> yeah they wanted him to get it. Yep. All right. Well, any other thoughts here, Jerry? Uh, no. I'm sad to see the season go. I'm glad we got to be really into it till last week. It was fun. Yeah. For the last yep. leg, considering how the season started, so it yeah, was it was real fun. It was uh, exciting to watch, and you know, heartbreaking when we lost. You know, I love the, that feeling. I don't love being mm-hmm. heartbroken, but I love caring enough to where I feel that passion. Right? That um, that really excited, yeah. jittery kind of like super stoked for the beginning yeah. of the game. Like I like it's Tuesday, and I'm like Jesus, I can't wait till Sunday. Cannot yeah. wait until Sunday. Instead of I got to do the podcast tomorrow. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Like, I don't even want to talk about this team. That, that's the way I felt the last couple of years, you know? It, so this was, yeah. a, it was a nice feeling. It was nice this year. At least we had some entertainment and stuff. Yeah. Yep. All right. All right. going to do it. Yeah, I don't think we're going to do any beer bets or game predictions as it's too questionable. Yeah. So. At the end, we want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter, at Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at meowmixpodcast.com. If you leave us a five-star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on the show. Please like and subscribe on YouTube. We'll be back on Sunday afternoon to discuss this game and kind of put a bow on the season. And then I guess maybe sometime next week or the week after, we'll do kind of a wrap-up. You know, we'll figure Season it out. Season review. Yeah. We'll be back. We'll be back. Until then, everybody stay safe out there and keep pounding. <laughs>